Welcome to Bird and Bear Sports Podcast. We're episode, on. I don't know what episode. What episode is this? 11. Is it? <laughs> I've done 11 of these. We'll, anyway, f- we'll firm that up later in the piece. It's been some time. It is. It's been a big off-season. It has. It's been, it's been hard to get together. What has the off-season taught us? Some say it's player behaviour. I would say that this show ceases to exist without footy. <laughs> Some will say. There's only so much you can talk about cricket and fucking... Yeah, it's true. The Sydney Kings. We've lost our listeners. The Cairns Thai fans. Cairns oh, yeah. <laughs> We've lost some listeners. Actually, so, I've been copying a bit of grief from our, some of our long-time listeners. <laughs> and that's why we're doing this podcast today. Matthew... For our fans. Matthew Killian. Yeah. Glenn Mayer. <laughs> That's about it, Matthew Guerrero. Anyway, uh, um, bit of a spring in our set. Finally, some footy. Yeah, pumped. First games tomorrow. Yeah, Christ. Is that today's Wednesday? Yeah, Thursday. Um, come around quick, hasn't it? Yeah, Teamless Tuesday, mate. Teamless Tuesday, four pm. It's the best time, isn't it? Sitting there and going through the teams. Obviously, Super Coach as well. That's a big part of. Um, our lives <laughs> in NRL season. Sadly enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, here we are. Like, I can't tell you, I couldn't possibly um, remember another of a season where we've spoken so little about the actual footy. Um, mm. We're literally a day out and there's been barely a whisper of the actual games upcoming. It's I mentioned in jest about... Um, the off-season misbehaviour, but it has just dead set taken over, and I mm. can imagine old uh, Toddy Greenberg's just pretty keen to um, get it started. Yeah, but yeah. frustrating for the fans. I mean, sure we can all have a bit of a laugh at some of these stories that have come out, and you know when it's got nothing to do with you, it's you know mm. it's sort of funny some of this stuff coming out. But you know what? Like after the bloody twentieth video you've seen, it yeah. gets a bit older. I'd rather, I'd rather actually watch a bit of footy and hear some chat about it. Yeah. Do you think it's damaged the game? Well, it has damaged the game, we know that, but how much is it? Do you reckon there's going to be less people at the games on the I weekend because of this sort of thing? I don't think so. I don't think so either, and that's the thing about rugby league. It, it just keeps coming back. Misbehaviour, is that ingrained in rugby league? Sure, this is probably an extreme example this off-season, but there are some fucking idiots running around, and <laughs> they are just destined to fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've seen that over and over again. Yeah. Um, do you think the NRL have been har- too harsh on these boys or not hard enough? Or I'd argue not hard enough. I mean, yeah. it, the proof's in the pudding when it keeps happening. It's finally turning, isn't it? As in, um, you know, the game is to protect players because the players brought in the money and brought in the fans and all that. And I think Greenberg's finally decided... Well, you know players need a game. Huh? The players need a game to exist to... Yeah, that's right. To earn a quid, so... That's right. They're probably a little bit misguided as to uh, how important the game is to them. Yeah. And probably overvalue themselves a little bit. Yeah. They're, all, they're all very replaceable at the end of the day. Yeah. Just ask Jared Hayne. <laughs> Where is Jared Hayne? Oh, God. He's probably on know. a beach somewhere in... I imagine his... Makes the, like, the likes of him and Bebby, Benny Barber, I, I can't see him doing much with themselves. It's... In all in all seriousness, it's a bit of a worry. Some of those blokes are just gonna probably just spiral out of control into the abyss somewhere, and the abyss. 
Yeah, the Ibis. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I digress. Only Benny Barber's driving trucks and stuff now. Yeah, well, he's got he's... an honest job. I think it's good though. But but now, like you're right, he's he's had his battles. Um, clearly, his biggest battle is with alcohol, and how's going to go not having rugby league in his life, which is obviously oh, he, the he's... thing that puts him on a straight and narrow when he's actually in season. Put it bluntly, I think he's got no hope. Honestly, yeah, like the the only thing that's kept his head slightly above water is the fact he's had a solid job with a good income. He's mm. he hasn't got really much backing aside from his footy ability, and I mean, fair play, he's gone out and got an honest job, like you say. But I'd also argue that he didn't have much choice either. Nah, no choice. Yeah, well, he's got no money. He's I don't think. His contract wasn't huge at Cowboys either. I, I wouldn't have thought so. You, he kind of took a punt. Someone with a background punt, like that, you can get him pretty uh, bottom dollar. Yeah. I mean, for their talent, anyway. Yeah. Um, I think he was on pretty good money, though, in England, but and he won the Man of Steel award, didn't yeah. he? I, I don't the think he's... Equivalent of the Dalian over there, so he clearly was coming back with a lot of form. You I do don't think he's sorry. any guru with his uh, financial choices, I would have, I would have thought. <laughs> no guru financial advising or anything no um, you do feel sorry for Cowboys a little bit don't you I mean yeah but I think if, I'm sure if you ask their bosses up there even they would agree that they took a calculated risk ticking time bomb probably anyway yeah. better better happening now before the season started than you know yeah. round five when you, you can't sign any players or... it's just a bit of a risk and reward type situation somewhat similar with Parra and Jared Hayne I'm sure they knew there's always the chance that it might go a bit pear-shaped. Yeah. I don't think anyone really knew how risky it was having Jared Hayne. Well, I, I think, think everyone just kind of... I think they saw it. the risk in terms of the potential uh, de- detrimental effect to the club culture because there's always been the argument of him being a little bit lazy and blah, blah, blah. I think people could yeah. foresee that. Maybe not some of these uh, criminal. serious yeah. criminal matters that have arisen, but anyway. But again... No. Innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not a good look for the game, and I suppose, yeah, finally. I mean, you think about, yeah, Hayne and Barber, just two of them alone, including and then DeBellin, you know, three absolute stars, yeah. really, and they're just... Yeah. I mean, wow. this is not, not not that I particularly care to go into it that much, but we haven't even mentioned the ones that aren't particularly criminal, serious criminal matters or anything, but just... Seriously, putting their own names in the game into assume you mean serious, Napa. Yeah, well, the likes of that just yeah paint themselves in a horrible light, and obviously the game as well. Yeah, um, um, yeah, you can argue they haven't necessarily technically done anything particularly wrong, and some would even argue they're sort of victims in the whole thing. But I, I mean, guess uh, I think really. the, the issue then are all doing all this and and um, standing down players and this sort of thing finding players is how far do you go back because some of these videos have come out recently but they're actually years ago they happened three four years ago so then do you go how far back do you go yeah. does I mean, do you mean like it's a bit crazy if you're going to put yourself in that position Matt so Lodge Russell Packer yeah. just to name two that should really be stand, stood down for life 100% yeah. especially Packer he served what two yeah. years in, in well, that's, Slammer that's interesting in, when you think about it in hindsight they're two really good examples. Like, we're all kicking and screaming now, but that's fairly recent history, and they got off pretty lightly. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that's um, 
But I think where, you know someone like DeBellin's come in and he's, he's, he's reckons he's going to fight everything until the end to try and um, overturn this. Oh, good luck to him. Which yeah, I mean he obviously we don't know the, exactly what happened. Yeah, he's been charged with the um, I think it was aggravated sexual assault or something similar. Yeah. And we don't know what actually happened in that room, but he's obviously saying he's not guilty and he's yeah, pretty and he's well within his rights. Absolutely, but but and now he's going, well, I haven't got a job. Yeah. And so he wants to fight that. And I think in the back of his head, he's probably got those, you know, Russell Packers just floating around going, well, how come he didn't get stood down for life? He was a captain of West Tigers last year. Yeah. The captain. Like... And he spent two years in a slammer. How ridiculous before. is that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's turned a new leg. Well, who cares? Sorry, it's should be stood down for life. But it wouldn't be fair to pack it now to come in and go, yeah, you're not playing. Yeah. But I suppose you've got to draw the line somewhere and go, you know what, from these, this date, this is in effect. Yeah. And then go from there. Because you know what, next season, there's not going to be that issue. I think the playing field's changed a bit in that <clears throat> short space of time, only a year or two, with those examples you gave. I think... Things have changed considerably just with the volume of stuff that's come up that the NRL's had to deal with. I think they've really tightened the screws. Yeah. For now, anyway. Just quickly on um, Dylan Walker. Will he be stood down for life, do you reckon? Oh, to be quite honest, I've I've become that bored with the amount of issues going on. I don't know it back to front. I mean, if he gets found guilty, he's going to be out for a significant amount of time I don't know about life or whatever but well the drum is the drum is he will be found guilty yeah well yeah and that's with just based off the evidence you you couldn't not find him guilty yeah oh yeah well Well, I'm sure that is the case but there's multiple witnesses and yeah or it'll just be over calls and all sorts well it'll be over to the NRL to make the decision I guess but yeah we'll see but given some of the other players you know, sanctions and stuff. Do you well, think we you look at Barber. That's a, I mean, that's what I mean. He didn't even get charged, and his was some sort of domestic-related incident, and he got punted. He Granted, he probably had a little bit more of a significant history behind him, but still, Dylan Walker's never been an angel either. No. Um, yeah, he's probably gonna struggle. Yeah, M- Manly got enough going on there, buddy. And how, but how do you feel about clubs supporting their players? Do you think that might be a thing? In, you know, like, for example, you know, Walker, imagine if Manly come in and then they represent Walker to the NRL and say, you know, we don't want him banned, it's not fair, this, that and the other, and, you know, they're employing lawyers and all that sort of thing, because that can get messy, yeah. obviously. I, I, I can completely understand the perspective of the clubs wanting to back their players in when it's still going, in criminal matters, when it's still going to court, because... They're not guilty yet. Fair enough. They they got to, if it's their right to take that on, and the clubs probably should back them in. It'd be a bad look if they didn't, and then they're later found not not guilty. It'd be a pretty poor look for the club. Um, but I would have thought once um, once it gets dealt with at court, and if it's not in, mm. like we're talking about Dylan Walker in this case, if it's not in his favour. I dare say the club will probably step back a bit from that stance and just sort of let the mm. NRL um, take its course with it. Yeah. I imagine anyway. I'm no expert, but... Yeah, I wonder if, you know, NRL teams are going to start um, acting before the NRL has to step in as well now. I'm starting to see clubs I've seen this morning in the paper 
Um, I think it's Isaiah Papali from Warriors. Low range drink driving charge in the off season. They've stood him down for a few games. Yeah. In the past, I don't think that happened. And yeah. I think I think that yeah, I can't think of starting to sort of take um, matters into their own hands, which is good. Yeah, I agree. But the NRL will still do its due course with everything. So yeah. I don't know. I'm sort of sick of bloody hearing about this crap. What are we um? What are we thinking this weekend? Round one. Round one tips. Well, let's do... Um, it's actually before that. Talking about round one. Let's just talk about the season. So, predictions. All right. So, All right, bold Vin predictions. <laughs> bold and, predictions. And uh, just predictions in general for your uh, top eight, bottom eight. Can we sort of roll this into... These predictions, can we roll this into our top eight and all that? Yeah. That's yeah. what I just said, didn't I? All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just <laughs> clarifying. Yeah. Um, all right, well, so, um, can I give you my bold prediction? Yeah, straight off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I've got the Knights in my eight. Okay. Yeah, so... Is that a bold prediction? You don't think so? I don't think it's that bold, no. Oh, well, that's interesting. Because I, I think... Um, I wouldn't have thought many people would give them too much of a Well, hope. I haven't got them in mind, but I don't think it's too bold. Well, I mean, You're a very conservative man, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play um, percentages, mate. Anyway, on that note, I'll, um, I'll run through my eight. Um, I've got the Roosters up top again. I mean, you just look at their squad, it's ridiculous. I mean, mm. if they're under the cap, then I'll eat my hat, honestly. But anyway, that's another, <laughs> that's another thing. Uh, so I've got the Roosters, the Rabbits. Hang on one sec. Um, one sec, one sec. What's wrong, mate? I was writing this down on my little list so I can take, pick it apart. Uh, Roosters, Roosters, Rabbits. Um, I mean, the Rabbitohs, I just think the past few years, it's very consistent. So I can't see them... I certainly can't see them missing out in the eight. I see them being up, up towards the top. Uh, similar story with the Broncos. Solid side. Um, so Broncos, three? Yeah, Broncos yep. three. Um, it'll be good when the big fella comes back. He got stood down. What's his name? Um, um, Payne Haas. Payne Haas. He's a good player. Um, they got a fair bit of depth. Pangai Junior's coming back from injury and on the bench for round one. Uh, and even then, Maddie Maddie Gillett added to that team after being off with injuries. Huge. How do you reckon? How do you reckon he's going to go though? I mean, he's come back from what? Oh, I'm sure the first or broken back or something, wasn't it? I think it was shoulder, wasn't it? Nah, oh, I think it was, back, was it? it's some issue with his spine, yeah, yeah right. which is a bit, how you going? Yeah. Well, I I think the first month or two, he probably won't be himself, but he'll come good, I think. Yeah. Um, and they sort of, they're sort of side, they'll be there towards the end, they just need to be firing, so. I'll tell you something about Bronx, and that's um, on the NRL 360 the other night, they had Anthony Seabold. Mm. on an interview and it was a very good interview actually and it went it wasn't just a quick like scan have one you know sentence and then go off like they usually do it was quite an in-depth conversation and uh, he's an impressive bloke eh so yeah. he really is he's a tactician he, he's all about the one percenters um, he's a smart man he actually went to I didn't know this he went to Harvard University to do some leadership course yeah um, that wasn't this year that was in when he was at Souths but um, it just goes to show how, how committed he is to it yeah and I think that they will be Exceptional. And the reason, main reason being is that they've had Wayne Bennett as a different kind of coach last year in the last few years. 
to then bring Seabol, who's like the little tactician. So they've got the, um, they've learned the skills from Wayne Bennett before, and now they've come in. And I just reckon they'll be, they'll be great. Yeah. They'll, yeah. I'll go through mine in a sec, but I, I think I think you're hinting towards you're gonna have them a bit higher than I've got them. Uh, yeah, just a second. Anyway, but anyway, uh, and then I've got the storm. Again, storm I mean four. I think the same sort of for me the same sort of thing goes for the top four that I've got. <clears throat> they're always gonna be there and thereabouts. You, I don't think many people are gonna have. I'm any, pretty sure that you know they're the four biggest clubs we've yeah. got in the in our. You're unlikely so. to have them out of eight. So they're if they're not in the top four, they're certainly gonna be there and thereabouts. Um, so it'll get a bit more interesting now I've got the Dragons um, they haven't been short of a bit of drama in the off season like we mentioned but I think they've got a pretty handy looking side um, that's without an Origin player in DeBellin yeah. being around at the moment um, but yeah there's a lot of raps on a couple of young fellas there's this uh, Fijian winger Rava Lawa, I'm sure that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, he's meant to be the next Sony Rider, Rider, I'm told. And um, there's plenty of raps on a young Zach Lomax who can't seem to get a gig. He's had raps on him for the last, well, last, this time last year he did. Yeah, um, you know what? He hasn't played many games though, but when he did play, he was. Pretty... Yeah, I think he might have got two starts last year. Two, was it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, but he played out of his depth and everyone was like, wow, this yeah. kid. Um, um, and also, apparently, his pre-season was exceptional, and mm. his trial matches. So, it um, yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, obviously, they have just goes to show how much they rate this Fijian fella. Yeah, which they actually got from Canberra Raiders. I don't know if you knew that. There you go. So we signed him. Um, Letting another good player go. It sounds about right. Mate. Well, he's not going to take Rapana or Kotrick's spot, is he? When he's he's young and he's untested, so you can understand why he didn't play. But he certainly was. Raiders wanted to keep him, but they had no other options. They yeah. really didn't. Hmm. Anyway. Right. Six. Um, <clears throat> just quickly before we move on from the Dragons, I'm just looking at their side and I'm really excited to see how the spine of Widdop at one, Norman six, seven, Ben Hunt, and Cameron McInnes, who's a solid number nine. I think that's very, very interesting. I mean, some would argue they probably don't have a specialist fullback amongst them. They're sort of... Widdop's no slouch. Absolutely not. Uh, but I think the majority of experts would say he's, um, he's most suited in the halves. Um, so as, as long as he can um, make a good crack of it at number one, which he's done plenty of times before, um, I really like the idea of Hunt and Norman. I mean... I reckon they'll kill it. Yeah. I honestly do. Norman's um, come from Para, my, my team, and... Say what you want about him, he's a, he's a dope, he's an absolute dope, and he's obviously found himself in a lot of strife in the off-season. I think he's dodged a few bullets, to be honest, he's lucky. Yeah, um, definitely. But he's a serious player, and I think put him next to Ben Hunt, and with it sort of marching around at the back, I think that'll be pretty impressive. Mate, when, when Para were, were flying, it, it was because of him. He was almost he was, he, he was He was, you know, freakish. Yeah. And I think... Um, to do it. it's just mindset for him. Oh, big time! He's a head case. Yeah. yeah, absolute head case. And um, I mean, it helps having some big boppers around you that are, you know, like yeah. Frizzell and Sims and stuff, which I don't think Eels really have. Yeah, no offense. But and someone like a widow, I think he's just a good, calm, yeah, yeah, and experienced just, um, person to have next to him. Yeah, so I think it's going to be 
I reckon it's going to be actually by the season, which yeah. is my bold prediction. Oh, keep him out of trouble and they're laughing. My bold prediction is... And I, I reckon he'll be a slow starter, like this first few, just to find his feet. And, yeah. But I reckon by round five, Corey Norman will be carving up. Yeah. Absolutely carving up. tell. Uh, uh, so, sorry, you had six. Did six you? was... Uh, getting to it now is Penrith. Okay. Um, I probably would have potentially had him a spot or two higher, but... It's just a few unknowns with how they're going to cope with the recent drama. Which, let's be honest, that'll be long gone history if they win the first couple of games and everyone's talking about the footy then, they're not talking about anything else. But there's no doubt that there'll be a few undercurrents um, within the club. Um, probably not helping the cause, but... But you're talking about a fringe player, or fringe players, so... Yeah, as far as complete impact to the first 17, I don't think it's going to make a... You don't think it'll make a big nah, difference? I don't reckon it'll make a difference at all. Yeah. I don't reckon that the players really mingled much with Tyrone May. They may have. I mean, he's certainly trained in the first Just quietly, team. I think there are some higher profile players in those videos which we Haven't aren't yet being seen. made aware of. But anyway, I'll, really? I'll leave that alone. Sounds like you have a bit of intel for us. Maybe. Everyone, everyone thinks they do, though. So, um, Yeah, I, I tend to think it's... Yeah, that's that'll knock them around a bit, but that's only in the short term. That that won't hang around for long. Um, there'll be a more exciting story in the next couple of days and weeks, I'm sure. Um, and then I've got sharks. Sharks um, at seven. Who I mean, really have got the potential to be much higher if um, if they can perform to their um, absolute potential. Obviously, the big signing is Sean Johnson. If he can make a smooth transition to a new club, um, that could really, really get him going. But who knows? It might might take a little while to gel. Um, yeah, they've they got a solid side, um, but I just I think I it's know. a little bit light up front. I know they got Fafita. Yeah, and you could argue you got Gallon. Uh, Gallon's well, I reckon this could be the last year. Gallon's. Don't get me wrong, he's going to do a good job. He'll do a good, solid job for him. Yeah, he was pretty good last year. But he's he's certainly at the twilight of his career. Luke Lewis is gone. You can't underestimate how massive that is. Yep. Um, They've got this new um, young fella. Nikora. Nikora, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a good player, I think. Um, And he's starting. Got him in the Supercoach team. I think I've got him. Got to have him. I think everyone's going to have the same young fellas at the start. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty much... Yeah. Anyway. They've also... They got bloody Aaron Woods on the bench. Yeah. Meh. Meh. Um. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on the Sharks. And as I said at the top, I have the Knights sneaking in. Um, bold prediction. That's my bold prediction. Knights. Um, to be fair... No no Raiders in that. Something. No. Am, am I saying this right? No Raiders in there. <laughs> what? They'll probably be ninth, mate, as usual. Tenth, yeah, um, mate. <laughs> so my justification of the Knights, um, by no means a sure bet, but I think they just showed that they were heading in the right direction under Nathan Brown. Um, and it was sort of baby steps because they were really, when he took over, they were really bottom of the barrel big time. Mm. They'd, I think they had a season they might have won one or two games. Um, they but very they just, ordinary. They really started heading in the right direction last year, and if uh, the Pierce and Palmer combination can um, go well, I think that has 
incredible mm. potential potential so um yeah I, i'm not hanging my hat on it but i think all things going well the knights um can make a good fist of it i yeah i don't have in my eight and i'm the reason being i just don't think the ponga move to five eight is a smart move why would you move someone that's absolutely tearing it apart in a pretty average side last year as, as fullback, just popping up whenever he wants. Yeah. To move him into... Yeah, obviously, he's getting his hands on the ball more, which is, I guess is the idea behind it. Um, I just don't think it's it'll work. It's putting too much pressure on him, too. And, um, I don't yeah. know. I, I think he's class, mate. He'll, but I guess, that won't bother him. And you look on paper, would you rather Watson at six or at one? He's probably better one than a six. So they've thought, well, Pong is just the best at everything. So let's yeah. just throw him in there. And that's the theory behind it. He's again, absolute um, class. He'll he'll cope with whatever it's that put his like way. their forwards aren't amazing. James Garvey they got from Warriors. He's a big, strong fella, but he's no he's no freak player like. Sioni Matautia, so he's moving into the back row. He's given Sioni Matautia. Tim Glasby, obviously the veteran, but he again, he's not dynamic mm. in any way. Um, Guerra's on the bench. Barnett, who veteran. usually starts at lock. He's good, solid plays on the bench. So I guess he, he's got a bit coming on. And Daniel Saifidi. So comparing Jack. against other teams, I'd, I don't know. I don't think they'll be, be there. Yeah. I really don't. We'll see. they got still Sean Kenny Dow. I mean, <laughs> rocks and diamonds. Heimel Hunt they got from Souths who... He's a o- good player. He's okay. You've got to compare it to the other teams. Like, he's up against Josh Morris. So what? Oh. Anyway, so that's your top eight. It is. Who's your spoon then? Um, and, and also, your top eight, do you think it would be close between eight, nine, ten, or it's a strong divide between the top eight? Oh, there'll be year? a couple of other teams creeping around, like your Raiders and um, the Cowboys. I'm very unlucky in my list, obviously, to miss out. Um, they'll definitely be around there. So they're probably the two I'd yeah. pick out, Cowboys and Raiders. They'll be sniffing around. Um, and your spoon? My spoon. I must admit, you put me on the spot. I didn't really consider it too much, but and I hope they don't. I feel sorry for the poor bastards, but the bulldogs. Yeah, they're gonna be struggling. They're gonna be struggling big time yeah. this year. Dean Pay, you do feel sorry for him, mate. Yeah, the bookies have him first to be sacked too, which I think is so unfair. Oh well, we'll soon find out. What about your eight? What do All you right, got? I'll, I'll just sort of fly through them. Um. Very similar, actually, to yours. My top four is the same four teams, but not in different orders. So I got Roosters. You can't go past them. Going back to back, you could argue that they've actually improved their team this year. I would um, argue that, yeah. So Roosters one, Souths I've got two, which is I think you had them three. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Souths um, for the same reason I said with Seabol going to the Bronx. Mm-hmm. You right there, mate? Sorry, right, my super coach chat. Is that your missus? Super, you where no, you are? super coach rap bags, mate. <laughs> Shout out to the boys. Rap bags. Um, yeah, for the same reason, I think the Broncos will go well. South will with Wayne Bennett there. So we see by what he's done, and now Wayne Bennett coming in with his experience. I think they'll be quality. Hard to beat. I reckon also, reckon um, Sam Burgess, you could say, didn't have the most amazing season last year. 
I think you keep him on the park and he keeps his head straight, he'll be, he'll come back to his best form. Yeah, how do you think he'll go? Because I do, I think he'll he'll really. There's two trains of thoughts. It's sort of like, well, he's sort of just slipping towards the tail end of his career, or that season was a little bit of a blip on the radar. And you got to understand the issues that happen off field with Sam Burgess. No one his really wife spoke, and that. Yeah, we didn't yeah. speak about that. Yeah, and that's a big change in his life. So he split from his missus, had a few issues going on, and um, for more reports, they're back together. But I reckon that. That he will, he's got a lot to prove, or he wants to prove himself again. Yeah. Under a new coach, um, Wayne Bennett obviously coached him at England as well. Yeah. You just watch him; he he'll be going good. Yeah. So I can South second Broncos third. They have the best um, young forwards going around. Yeah, They're, absolutely. You see it in the paper. You see it on the news all the time. They literally have players that aren't selected, which are quality players. Like they're going to be top forwards. This David Fafida, he's been named on the bench, but apparently he's just... Yeah, everyone's so raving on about him. Yeah. Um, he's Seabot, no relation to... He is. He is, is he? Yeah. Brother? No, he's not his brother. He's his um, cousin, I think. Yeah, right. We'll have to look that up, but they are related somewhat. Yeah, everyone's um, raving on about him. Yeah, and, and Seabol was, was talking about him, his background. Apparently, he's had a bit of hardship there growing up, and so because of that, he's got a lot of resilience, and yeah, just a massive tank. So, you watch David Fafita go. So, Bronx 3. We've got Storm 4. Can't go past the Storm team with Bellamy running. Yeah. And um, Cam Smith running around still. Question marks over there. <clears throat> Halves, though. Where they're going to keep Munster at 6, moving to fullback. I think you've got to keep him at 6. It's sort of it's a similar discussion, I guess, to the Ponga thing in many ways. Yeah. I think that might change, though, throughout the season. Like, I don't know. They got Jerome Hughes, Hughes at um, fullback. He's okay. He's all right. And I don't know if you heard there was a bust up between Bellamy and Hughes. Did you hear that? No, it's news to me. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, I don't know what it was about, but Bellamy had a crack at um, gave a bit of a spray to the old Hughes, and oh. Hughes fought back, and apparently hasn't gotten over it. And who hasn't Hughes? Hughes yeah. Well, he's so, picked on the wrong bloke. I know. What an idiot! About. But he's been selected at one, so. Well, he wouldn't have if Drinkwater didn't get injured. Yeah, interesting. Um, so yeah, Brody Croft. I don't know. I don't think he's. Just, I don't know. I don't think he'll win them a premiership. I reckon the reason why they won't not, win not off his own bat. No, but I just don't know. There's no Storm de- would be carrying him a bit, like certainly Munster and. There's Smith. no denying, denying looking at their spine that I mean Smith goes without saying, but there's a lot on Munster, a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Which I think he's capable of taking it on, but you look at Hughes and Croft, yeah. you know, they're, at best they're so going to be different. solid. They're not going to go blowing teams away, are no. they? Um, yeah. You watched Adokar this year. Oh, mate. mate. He will carve up. Yeah. You give him, if he gets the ball in good position. Like, I saw him in that Indigenous game. He's probably like five kilos. Yeah, too, he is... Like, I can only imagine they've done it smartly and he hasn't lost any if, or maybe a little bit of pace. But yeah. he is a monster at the Huge. moment. He's, like, just carved from stone, mate. <laughs> um, five, we've got Dragons. We spoke about Dragons. I reckon they'll... In fact, I'll probably swap Dragons at 2-go-4 and Storm 5. Oh, yeah? you um, got a big rap on the Dragons. Obviously. Yeah, I do. You know, they lose to Bellin, but they, you just look at the depth. How are they not under the, um, over the cap as well? 
Anyway. Anyway. Six Panthers. Yep. I think they've got a very strong team again this year. and um, Very similar to our list. Yeah, anyway, very similar. I guess it's probably the way. Yeah. Seven Sharks. No. Come on, mate. Get it together. Do you know what I've just done? You just read out mine. Yeah. You fucking idiot. I've read out the first four were my ones and then I started reading yours. You fucking... That's man. hilarious. So I actually had uh, Dragons 4. Okay. Sorry. I like how I said, oh yeah, I'd probably switch them. I would because I've written it down. So Dragons 4, Storm 5, Panthers 6. So that remains. Yep. Um, seven, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be strong. Morgan's been named captain and I think his form that he, we saw in that grand final against Bronx will come back. I, think I really do. There'd be so much confidence with him personally and also the team knowing yeah. that, like, obviously losing Thurston's big. There's no doubt about that. But the fact that Thurston was injured at yeah. such an important time a couple of years ago and then who stepped in and got it done was yeah. it was uh, Morgan. So there's no, there's, that'd give him so much confidence. And now it's like, um, you know, 100% he's the one controlling the team. It's not like he's yeah. that... Shadow of, you know, Thurston. And I think, actually, Kahu, that's an awesome signing. I'm losing Barber. Big time. Good goal kicker. Yeah, Um, I like that. Yeah. He's no, like, he's not dynamic like a Tedesco, but he's certainly very safe. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great signing. I think that's going to be good for them. Um, And they've signed some good, other good players, actually. Um, Maguire. Maguire, yeah. Maguire's That's a pretty serious back row. Well, their, their pack in general is incredible when you look at it. Matty Scott, obviously, towards the end of his career, but a lot of experience. Nene McDonald. Jordan McLean, Australian prop. Gavin Cooper, Cohen Hess, Tal Malolo. Josh Maguire's on the bench. It's pretty good. Yeah. No, they're going to be good. Um, I've got... So that's Cowboys for sevens, and I've got Canberra eight, which oh, give me a spell. <laughs> I just think um, he says as he's wearing his vintage Canberra Raiders. Which is, <laughs> um, I've always got hope we'll make the eight, but I actually I genuinely think we will this year. I think it's um, well, to be honest, I think I got Canberra eight and sort of Sharks and Knights around that nine ten. Yeah. So I think it's going to be one of the either Raiders, Sharks, or Knights. So you're not writing. So you're not really writing off the Knights either, then. No, I'm not writing them off. Yeah. I'm not writing them off, but I, I just... I don't think... Not showing be. as much faith as I did. No. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. One to watch. The Canberra Raiders. John Bateman. Batman. The Lock. The Batman. No, he's... He's quality. Yeah? He's quality. He's um, English international... Alan Tung. Um, he was second in Man of Steel last year as a forward, which is pretty impressive. Um, Alan Tung. Huge raps on him. Wayne Bennett reckons... Alan Tung. <laughs> Alan Tom he's still around camp actually yeah right he works for the NRL does he? yeah I saw him a while ago okay yeah. you saw him? where? he was uh, the NRL did some uh, presentation at a school man, wouldn't he? To, yeah. the, to Prince Harry when he was in town Prince Harry and they got Alan Tom and Alan Tom ah, well he turned he... up late what? he missed the whole thing <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah it was quite funny anyway oh wow yeah. yeah. He's a bit of a trek from Canberra. <laughs> he missed his flight, do you reckon? Anyway. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> so, yeah, Bateman, mate. Watch out for him. 
He uh, he's a good pickup action super coach, priced at four hundred thousand uh, dollars. I saw that. that's a bit steep for mine. Well, awkwardly cr- priced, as people would say. But you watch, <laughs> you watch, mate. He'll be worth five hundred and fifty thousand by the end of the season. You're almost right? certain of it. Always certain. Yeah, right. So, oh, well. uh, what's your bold prediction? Uh, well, let's just. I'll my spoon. I've got eels last. Is that bold? No, no, that's not bold. That's no, it's likely. not bold. It's weak, weak odds for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's a bit stiff, but anyway. I've got Bulldogs or Eels. I think they'll finish on the same points. I just think Eels will leak way more. Um, yeah. I don't know. I reckon Eels are... And I was going to say a bold prediction, Brad Arthur, first coach to be sacked, but that isn't bold either, really. It's I think it's between Brad Arthur and, um, and Ricky Stewart, isn't it? Mm. You'd have to say. So that's not really bold. But I actually think a bold prediction, and this is bold, <laughs> Dally M winner, Corey Norton, and Dragons wow. make a grand final and lose. That is massive. How's that? That is seriously bold. So I've got a, I've got a Dragons, Roosters grand final. Roosters win again. Interesting. Oh. So I just I reckon something will be of that. We'll see. Fair play. All right. Don't mind that. Yeah. Um, Super coach. Yep. So let's, let's uh, put a caveat on this. And to be fair, you and I sucked last year. So I was woeful. <laughs> I made some terrible decisions. I was unlucky too. Oh, God. Like Josh Dugan being injured like for most of the year. Why and... would you have Dugan, mate? Well, I don't, I don't know this year. Yeah. I learnt from my mistakes, but you just, yeah. So, obviously, uh, yes, yesterday was uh, Teamless Tuesday, so there's a bit going on. Well, can we just talk about Teamless Tuesday first? Yeah. So, some certain players we haven't had starting or playing aren't playing, mm. namely Josh Reynolds. What do you think about that? What do you think about Josh Reynolds? And you think about, um, what's his name, Crichton on the bench and Maguire on the bench. And Lomax not playing. Yeah. Um, I a few surprises, because I guarantee you've changed your team, haven't you? Yeah, everyone's After, changed team. I mean, everyone does change their team, but dramatically, because you kind of have to. Yeah. Well, um, I don't think... Um, I don't think Josh Reynolds is really much of a super coach um, pick, but in terms of the actual game itself, it's interesting. Like, I think everyone... It was made quite obvious that Marshall and Brooks were going to be the halves. It was just a matter of whether... Was it, though? Yeah, I thought it was going to be I, Reynolds I think that was quite Brooks. well known. Because, you know, Reynolds is on like, what, 700000 a year. Oh, it's ridiculous. Not that it's Madge's fault. You can't thing, possibly but... justify, if you're the Tigers, that signing now. I mean, it's easy in some sort of hindsight a year or two later after signing him, but... Ridiculous. You've, you're taking up a large, chunkiest salary cap for some bloke to be playing at bloody Blacktown workers. Fucking... It's just, it's dire, dire stuff. It doesn't make sense. I, I would have thought, I mean, I mean, management guy knows what he's doing, but I would have thought for a player of his standard, you could at least find him a spot on the bench. Like, I'm sure he's of some use to you. Um, You'd think. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with them, I mean, that with them me. going, all right, we're going to pick Benji and Brooks in the halves. Because it shows me, though, how much wraps does he have on Farrah? Because he didn't select a f- utility 14 that could come on, does he? No. He's picked four forwards. Yeah. So, 
huge pressure on um on Farah, but I think obviously Madge, as like you said, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And uh, Farah would be licking his lips. I yeah. He'd be going, "How good's this?" But I I don't necessarily <clears throat> think the selection is that outrageous leaving him out. But what gets me is how much of a stuff up it is by the club to be, because it really it's just one the salary cap's just a big game of Moneyball. You've seen that movie, haven't you? Yeah, Moneyball. It's quality. Like. And to think that you've got someone not in your side taking up mm. a large percentage of your salary cap. It's just crazy. It's madness. You know, they've also got Chris McQueen who's on 300 plus thousand. Not selected. Yeah. Oh, what is doing? This is unprofessional. <laughs> we have to let this play out. Wrap it up. <laughs> Good song though. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Was that like our intuition? No, it, it, yeah, that was intermission, yeah. <laughs> we'll take a break. <laughs> Please check out our sponsors. <laughs> um, How did that happen? No, that was from the last one we did, which we didn't actually record because... I'm um, sorry, we didn't put to... Put to air. Put to air because it was terrible. Yeah. Um, it was much... It was also cricket season. No one wants to hear about it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, where were we? Um, oh, we are rabbiting on about... Oh yeah, sorry. I mentioned Chris Chris McQueen. So he was yeah. signed. He's on like three hundred plus thousand ex um, Origin yeah. player. He's he's reserved. And he didn't play last year. I think he played one game last year. I mean, he, so again, he's had a lot of injury troubles. I suppose it's a million dollars not playing. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So that is crazy. But anyway, um, yeah. So let's just do this quickly, Super Coach. This is really just for us because no one really cares. But let's make this quick. We'll make it quick. So from um, get your little lap up. Like that. Yeah, well, yeah. So you, you name your hooker and reserve, I'll name mine reserve, and then we'll go through all that. Okay. Just right. to see. Um, and bear in mind, I haven't settled on this. I'm going to have to take some time later today and just yeah. smooth it over. But this is quickly what I've got. Uh, Cameron Smith, who I'm actually not convinced about, yeah. super coach wise And I did have Victor Radley, and I've now got Nathaniel Roach. Interesting. I've got Hodgson from Raiders and Roach as well. Okay, yeah. I think it's the two of the most popular, Smith and Hodgson, so it's no surprise. Yeah. Uh, front row. Front row, I've got Andrew Fafita and James Fisher-Harris. Yeah, reserves. I've got, well, there's going to have to be a change here. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I had my. It's going to have to be a change here. <laughs> I hung my hat on Emre Gula from yes. Raiders because I heard big rats on him. I'm... Can't get to the bottom of why he hasn't got picked. I don't know if there's an injury. Anyway, he hasn't got picked, so... Yeah. Um, He's playing for Mounties this week. <laughs> and I'm floating the idea... I've picked Payne Haas. Mm. I'm floating... I know he's had that suspension. I'm floating the idea of actually holding on to him. Because I think I'll just he's going to have a huge season. Prices don't... Prices only change after round three, and if he hasn't played a game, it won't change. So you can pick him up after round three. Right, when his suspension's... Ready, like to come back. Yeah, it's just a matter of you want to burn up. a trade. Or That's whatever. true. Anyway, so. nonetheless, I'm keen. Whether it's now or later in the season, yeah. I'm keen to have him in there. I think he's going to go really good. Yeah. Anyway, what do you got? Fafita. Yeah. Burgess. My bench: Campbell Gillard and Jacob Host. Oh yeah. So Host is a bit of a roughie, but he was selected to start. So I thought. Oh, he's bottom dollar, and right. he's selected to start. So. So you can't really go wrong. And he won't. He won't be selected as a reservist for me, but. Yeah. He's probably got that start out of the Debellin saga. And I always reckon Regan Campbell-Gillard, 
he'll have a big season, I reckon. He's only four hundred twenty grand. Yeah, I just oh. think he's you know he's an Origin player, Origin forward. I'll see. Uh, second row forward. Second row, I'm pretty happy with. I got uh, Jake Trevojevic. Everyone's got him, I think. Uh, Tel Malolo and Cameron Murray. <laughs> same as me. Yep, uh, exactly. probably much the same. And then yeah, I think everyone. My reserves in the second row are Victor Radley, Jacob Host. Is it Jacob Host? Is that his name? Yeah. And Nikora from the Sharks. I reckon that's pretty good. only difference, I've got Radley, John Bateman from Canberra, and uh, Nikora. Yep. So, very similar. Uh, Halfbacks? Half, I'm not convinced about my halves, but anyway, this is what I've had for a while. Uh, Morgan. Um... <laughs> And I've got that young fella, Kieran, is his name, yeah. from the Warriors. When I saw he got the nod yesterday, I just had to throw him in. I, I, I got um, Cleary and Sam yep. Kieran from Warriors. What's uh, Cleary going for? 577 Yeah, right, no. Massive money. Can't afford that. Um, <laughs> and this is probably one that people have stayed clear of, I think. But I've got Ponga. It's 5'8". Okay. Uh, which is... A, Gamble, um, and I've got Dylan Brown, which I think a lot of people do. I got a young fella from Para. Yeah, he's supposed to be pretty good, eh? He's supposed to be good. He's bottom dollar, and he's probably. He will play the whole season. He's mate. probably going to play a large yeah. portion of the season. I've got Morgan and Brown. So, yeah. really, we've got the exact same other than you've got Ponga, yeah. Cleary. Um, uh, Winger centers. I've got Latrell, Azarko. Jack Bird, which is pretty left field, uh, and Sione Katoa um, yeah. from the Sharks, and my bench, who I'm not set on yet, uh, I've got that Ravalawa from the Dragons, who is, I think I'll definitely have him. Yeah. Uh, I got that Bronson Zeri, is that how you pronounce it, from the Sharks? Yeah, he's not selected. He but didn't get a didn't get a start, will. so. I don't know. I, I do feel as though he's going to be the next in line for a start, though, so I'm tempted to hold him. Just one injury away. Uh, and Katoni Staggs, who's on the bench for... The... I rate him. I, I think he's a good player, Mate, but Katoni I'm just not Staggs sure whether he's... Good. I'm potentially going to get rid of him. I'm not sure he's mm. really that great a super coach idea, the more I think about it. But I think he's an awesome player. He's just unlucky not to crack a start with that Broncos t- team. He's got a message from Glenn Mayle. Oh, God. I sent a photo of you, and he's like, fuck, who's that myth? <laughs> Good on ya. Righto, who you um, got? Osako, Croker, Kahu. So I got Kahu because of the prize, but also he's a goal kicker. So there's three goal kickers straight off the bat. What's uh, Kahu going for? 278. Cheapest, You're kidding. Cheapest chips, yeah. I might have to look into that. Yeah, um, Osako's pretty expensive because last year was only. Kahu three. 278. Yeah, yeah. 278, 700. Um, I've also got this young fella from. West Tigers, which apparently is serious quality. He's pushed um, for Nui out to the wing, and it's um, Momorowski. I don't know if yeah. that's how you pronounce it. He played, I think, four games last year and carved up. He's cheap as well, 238000 He's a starting centre. So, Nofaluma's due back soon too, but whether he gets shafted or not, I don't know. Anyway, and then i got Simonson from Raiders, who is the ex... Um, New Zealand Rugby Sevens winger. Yeah, right. We signed him this year and he's, he's taken a spot in the wing because Michael Oldfield's injured. Is he bottom dollar? Bottom dollar, 168000 So 
who knows what he's going to be like, but you know, he's playing for bloody sevens, rugby sevens for um, New Zealand. You've got to be pretty good. Yeah, and, right. um, I, I, sorry, my phone's just closed now. I've there got, must be very many people picking him because I haven't heard his name bounce around. So that could be because it wasn't it wasn't good of a pod, mate. He wasn't suspected to be picked. Like I think it was going to be Oldfield, but then he got injured. So yeah. So point Bailey Simonson. Point of difference, mate. You're changing your team now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm getting Kahu. <laughs> I've got this Garrick. Do you know much about Garrick? He's taken a spot on the wing for Manly. Manly are going to be tips. absolute flops. Yeah, he'll probably never get the ball, but <laughs> <laughs> I've selected him. He won't play for me, but yeah. And then I've got that um, Ravalawa. Yeah, I think you, everyone's you stuck on to. him. Fullbacks. Well, fullback and reserve. Hello? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorting out my Kahu trade. Um, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Uh, are, you, are you getting rid of Stags? I punted Stags, yeah. yeah. I think he's an awesome player, but it just he's going to... I don't understand, because my, my, t- my wingers and that look really average compared to yours. You've, Although I've got... You've I've got obviously spent money elsewhere. Anyway. I don't know where... Anyway. Bear in mind, we both suck at Supercoach. So. <laughs> um, um, fullback Tedesco, which I'm sure a lot of people do have. And I've got that... I'm not going to pronounce his name. Chansey. Yeah, from uh, the Raiders. Um, yeah, he looks like he'll get the gig for most of the year at fullback. So yeah. probably money to be made there. I've got um, Roger Tuvasashek and Charles Nicol Klockstad. No Teddy. No, um, try and pick him up later. In the do you know year. it's kind of funny because you hear like commentators or you know media spokespeople to talk about certain players, and they've mentioned um, Tuvasa Shek, and they said that he's just an absolute freak. He's he's stronger, fitter than ever before. Here we go. He's he's just as captain of New Zealand. Apparently, he's really taking on that role really well. Yeah. And I reckon he's going to be a freak. And he won Dalian last year. You got to understand. Dalian player of the year in a team that isn't that great. Well, you know, they talk, went all right. We're talking super coach, mate, not real life. I know. What I'm saying is, why can't he do it again? Well, maybe you can. So it's not that. And I've saved a bit of money getting him and then signing others. Yeah. Well, you'll probably look to pick up someone like Teddy late in the year when you're cashed up. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how we go. There you go. Probably go horrible. Yeah, no doubt. But anyway, food, food for thought. Um,. Probably just about exhausted ourselves there, have we? I think so. Um, I mean, I, I was telling Any notable mentions? Regarding? Just in general, rugby league this year? Oh, not particularly. Who's I'm, the first coach to be sacked? In your eyes? Or will a coach be sacked? I think if Para has a shocking first six weeks, it'll be... Six weeks? That's all you're giving him. If they have, mate, if they've barely won a game, um, then what's his name? Probably have to go. Uh, what's what's his name? I should know. It's my team. Who? Paracoach. Um, Brad Arthur. Brad Arthur. Seems a lovely bite, but nothing's working for him. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dean Pay might go close as well, but um, no one wishes that upon him. But yeah. we'll see. Just um, before we finish up, we'll just quickly do a um, tip for this round. 
So we'll go through your Our tips, yeah, tips, yeah. We'll yeah. run so, through that quickly. So Thursday night, 7.50. Are you in a tipping comp? I'm not actually, no. Are yeah, you? Right. I am. I oh. won it last year, my one. I don't know why I'm not doing it again this year. Remember? No. First place, mate. Out of 50. Cheering. Really? Yeah. The work like one? 700 bucks. No, not the work one. No. Oh. Another one. Um, Melbourne v Brisbane at Amy Park. Yeah, I Thursday got it. Are you sure that's at Brisbane? It's not at Brisbane. It's Amy Park. That's in Melbourne. Yeah. What did I say? I thought you said it's in Brisbane. Oh, I thought I said Melbourne versus anyway, Brisbane. Anyway, maybe yeah. you did. Um, I've got the Storm. Storm, yep. Who's you got? Storm. Storm. Um, Newcastle v Cronulla on Friday. Yep. At McDonald Jones Stadium. I've got the Sharks, but that was one I was a bit iffy about. Yeah, I've got the Newcastle Knights. Interesting, which sort of contradicts my thoughts on their season, but anyway. Yeah, it does. Yeah. They're at home. It's, it'll be a close game. That'll be interesting. Um, Friday, Roosters v South Sydney. SCG. Clash yeah. of the Titans. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, I can't massive go, game. Can't go past the Roosters, but that'll be an awesome game. I don't even know in this one, eh? South Sydney, I reckon. Just Yeah. Um, Saturday... The first game of a Super Saturday. Warriors v Bulldogs yeah, this in is, New Zealand. This is a dire-looking game, isn't it? <laughs> you have to go Kiwis. It's the first round of the season. I can't even get excited about this game. Warriors. Um, Warriors. I'm going to have to go Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah Warriors. Um, West v Manly at Leichhardt. Saturday. Uh, Manly are going to be absolutely hopeless this year. Tigers will win that one. Yeah? Yeah. they still got Trebojevic and... Sirenin, Tapao, Sir- Coruscant. <laughs> the fact you mentioned Sirenin <laughs> as a second nail off the block there says Mate, it all. He's good. His old man was good. <laughs> You're kidding, aren't you? No, seriously, he's a good quality player. He was injured last year. Unless you're bringing his old man <laughs> back. <laughs> his knee, mate. You watch. Righto, good on you. a bold prediction. <laughs> Coruscant. Go on. Cherry Evans. Next. Oh. So who do you have there? <laughs> Tigers. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, Tigers. Cowboys, Dragons. Uh, that's up north. That's up north in Townsville. Um, Cyclone Country. Um, I've got Cowboys. Dragons. Interesting. Yeah. Away from home. It's always hard to win up there. Yeah, it is. But That'd be a big win if they get up. Yeah, it'd be huge, actually. Um, um, Penrith v. Para, Panthers Stadium. Battle, battle the West, mate. Um, I'm an idiot for doing it, but I'm tipping Para. You can never tip your team you go for. You I can just, never tip because when you lose, it's not as bad. You're kind of half excited because you got the tip right. I don't know. I hate myself for it, but I don't know. I, I just going back to our earlier conversation. I'm a bit hesitant to see how the Panthers go at the start of the season with this drama going on. Panthers Stadium, mate. It's the fortress. It's out west, mate. There's going to be plenty of both side sides fans out there. Anyway, who have you got? You got Panthers, obviously. Yeah, Panthers. Um, Gold Coast, Canberra. Another dud of a game. <laughs> this is up, this, this is will up. be actually, and I'm not just saying this through green tinted glasses. Rose tinted glasses? Green. Okay, good one, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually think it'll be a good game. I think I think um, Gold Coast is quite a good team. Is anyone going to try and tackle each other in this game? Or is this gonna yeah, be like... actually, def- both defences are terrible, eh? You'd like a game of touch. Yeah, that's why it's going to be exciting. Um, I have Gold Coast winning the first game, their first game at their home ground. Yeah, right. Raiders are actually favourites, kind of sad. 
Yeah. Paying a dollar eighty. No, they're not. I'm sports bet. Times a dollar eighty five. Raiders a dollar ninety five. I'm looking at sports bet right now. I kid you not. Well, this is printed in black and white. Collected. I've got to... the lie. I've got it online, mate. Dollar eighty Raiders. Two dollars Titans. Someone must have called him sick. <laughs> Gold Coast. <laughs> Uh, why, why would it change that dramatically? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I think it's going to be close. Actually, like you know, could go either way. It would be like I've, a, I've gone the Raiders. It'd be like a thirty to twenty-eight victory to the Titans. We'll see and see. Anyway, that's what we've got. Um, we won't really touch on any other sport because first round of footy. We'll just. Oh, hang on one sec. I promised uh, Matthew Killian, our long-time listener, first-time caller, that. Our learned friend. Our learned friend that I'd read out his top eight. He wanted me to do this. All right, let's make it quick. It was hard to get it out of him, but this is it. At least it'll get killed listening to the whole uh, podcast. All the way to the end, yeah. So he's got Roosters, Broncos, Penrith, Rabbitohs, Melbourne, Knights, Tigers. He's kidding himself. So he agrees with me with the Knights. That's interesting. Bold prediction, Canberra for the wooden spoon. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't believe that. He's just stirring the pot. Um, and so he gave me top seven. He didn't give me top eight, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Anyway, he's given me a top eight coin toss between the Dragons and the Cowboys for the last spot. For the last spot. Interesting. So a little bit different than ours. Ours were very similar. He's I think bit... everyone's top four is almost dead set the same. Um, but interesting, he's shown a bit of faith in the Knights as well. Yeah, and not so much in the Dragons. So he's not confident, but. Who is confident in any of these predictions? Yeah. Confident about our top four, actually. Yeah, I think we're very confident. But um, you never know. People had Dragons tipping down the bottom last year, and they ended up, I think, for the first half of the season, they're in top position, yeah, top two. Fire, and yeah. Things change, players get injured. Yeah. Things happen. Oh, well. Anyway, thanks, thanks for listening, folks. For listening. <laughs> Until next time.